We'll be reading verses 1 through 13. Exodus, the sixth chapter. Verses 1 through 13. If you have it, say amen. I'll give you a few more chance to receive it. Amen. Let's read. Then the Lord said unto Moses, Now shall I see what I will do to Pharaoh. For what a strong hand shall he let you go. And with a strong hand shall he drive them out of the land. And the Lord spake unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of the Almighty, but my name, Jehovah, was I not known to them. And I have also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of the Pharaohs, where they were strangers. And they have also heard our growing of the children of Israel, whom the Egyptians kept in bondage. And I remembered my covenant. Therefore I say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burden of the Egyptian. I will rid you out of the bondage, and I will be redeem you with a stretched out arm and with a great judgment. And I will make you for me a people, and I will be unto you a God. And ye shall know that I am the Lord your God, which brings you out from under the bottom of Egypt. And I will bring you the land concerning that which I swear to give unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you for an heritage. I am the Lord. And Moses spake unto the children of Israel, but he did hearken not unto Moses for the spirit and the bondage. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Go in and speak unto Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that he may let the children of Israel go out of this land. And Moses spake before the Lord, saying, Behold, the children of Israel has not hearkened unto me. How then shall Pharaoh hear me? whom I have uncircumcised lip. And the Lord spake unto Moses and said unto Aaron, Give them a charge unto the children of Israel and unto Pharaoh, or king of Egypt, to bring the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. Amen. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind every spirit of hindrance in the name of Jesus. We ask you, O oh God, to strengthen our minds and our hearts right now. God, before, before us and make easy our way, Lord. Strengthen and anoint, God, bind sickness and disease, God. Elevate your people, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Help us to be a people of the covenant, a people of the promise, O oh God. Help us to walk in your kingdom, dear God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we pray right now. Those, oh, God, that don't, oh, God, that need you, Lord. For one reason or another, we lift them up before you right now. 
Look down on the bereaved families, Lord, those that are going through tests and trials and light afflictions. Ah, God, touch right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray right now. God, we pray that you give your manservant clear your thought, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. I would like to read a few verses in the New International Version before I get started. Then the Lord said to Moses, Now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. Because of my mighty hand, he will let them go. Because of my mighty hand, he will drive them out of his country. God said to Moses, I am the Lord. I appeared unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, Lord, I did not make myself fully known. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan where they reside as foreigners. It goes on. But I wanted to bring uh, a clarity right there. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob did not know God as Lord. And that's important. You look at, well, the subject this morning is Jesus is Lord. Or the subtopic. Jesus is the owner. When you look at God giving a revelation, you look at God is telling the prophet or the leader that Israel don't know me as Lord. It's a danger to get caught up in a past move of God and don't go no further. Because there is a greater revelation of God and to the move of God. When you look at what does it mean to say Lord, Lord means in the Hebrew, Adon or Adonai. It means Father, Mighty, and it also means Owner. And it, when you use the Word of God, it is important that you know what you're saying. When you look at the Old Testament, there were seven, several different names that was given to God. He's Jehovah. He's Jehovah Jireh, the provider. 
When God gives you a name, a different name, it's taking you to a different relationship. Uh, I feel sorry for folks that come to church but don't want to have a relationship with God. They try to keep God in the same old box. But I'm so glad that God often comes out of the box so that he can give the people a real relationship that you know that you know that you know that he is God. God used the word or the word Adonai is used over 300 times. You can find it in Deuteronomy. Uh, its first use was in Genesis, the 15th chapter. And the verse was 2, where Abraham addressed God as Adonai. And when you look at it, it also means the Lord of hosts. Uh, you can find that in Isaiah, the first chapter, the verses 24. You can find it in Psalms 1, 10 and 1, my Lord. You can find it as the Lord in Exodus 23 and 17. You must remember that when you tell God that he owns you, that means he has full control. When you look at being owned by God, you have nothing that you have to do for yourself because it is the Lord that owns you. Remember the earth is the Lord in the fullness thereof and all they that dwell therein. You can't even find, even in the existence of the earth, where God had to shut down the earth to do a maintenance program. He's just that kind of God. You need to seek to let him own you from here on out. When you look at all that God is, you find him as Savior deliverer but you must remember it, it it means really something when God allows you to call him Lord here you see here that now Israel is get God is getting ready to go back into the land of is uh, to Egypt rather now it's been 400 years since they known who God was. They were talking about a historical relationship. Everything God did was from the past references. That's why Abraham became more important in a lot of folks' minds than God. That's why they bragged about their relationship with Isaac and how they were to trace their lineages to Jacob. But I come to remind you it's a danger when you allow the creature to become more, more important than the creator. 
when you look at the he, the nation of Israel and uh, you can see it more so through the eyes of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Uh, they valued who Abraham was. Uh, that's why they couldn't see who Jesus was. Because they were stuck on what the law said. Even though they didn't understand that in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became bread and flesh, and it became and bread among them, and they beheld what the Word looked like in flesh. Ah, oh, it's a danger when you don't want to take your little bit of knowledge and you don't want to go a little bit further because God has some things that he wants to show you but he's not going to beat you up to show you I'm so glad when you look at even how God had to prepare the man that was going to introduce a move of God he had to take him out of his natural environment put him in the house of Pharaoh so Pharaoh could in educate him and then take him out of the house of Pharaoh put him in the wilderness so he could educate him spiritually hallelujah to God some of you need to know it ain't what you know it ain't your knowledge that's going to take you where you need to go. It's your relationship with God. Hallelujah to God. I can see Moses on the backside of a desert down in the land in the land of Midian. He'd have lost all contacts with everybody that he knew. But he didn't lose contact with his God. Can I ask you a question? Where you been? Did you lose people? Where you been? Or did you lose God? God has a way to separate you. Sometimes we get upset because he won't allow us to separate ourselves. He told Abraham, come out from among them and be separate say the Lord go to a land filled with milk and honey leave your father's house do I have a church but sometimes we get crossed up with God and don't want to come out still trying to be in God's 
house uh, or be in the kingdom of God uh, and operate the way uh, that we want to operate uh, and never fully go in uh, into the land that is promised. Uh, do I have a church? Uh, hallelujah, God. Uh, a whole lot of us uh, won't see what God has right now. The world content can look at the pandemic uh, as a bad thing. Uh, but can I remind you, uh, our God made a way in the desert. Uh, hallelujah to God. Uh, our God can do anything but fail. Uh, I wish I had a church, uh, but I'll preach to myself. Uh, I can see Moses uh, knowing uh, that God was up to something. Uh, how many of you know uh, God knows your personality? Uh, look at God. Uh, Dealing with Moses. Maybe Moses was just like me and you. A little bit nosy. Hallelujah to God. God started a fire in a bush. And I can see Moses looking across the way. There's a bush on fire. But the fire won't go out. Look at God. Get Moses' attention. There's no telling. Robert, how many days that bush burned. But it never went out. And the fire never spread it. In the midst of the I can see Moses telling God I ain't got nobody else to talk to about this God I'm out here as a shepherd dealing with sheep but Lord what's going on I see a bush burning And see God telling Moses, it's between you and me. I had to set the bush on fire to get your attention. Can I tell you, just like Moses, a lot of us are having too many pity parties. We can't see the glory of God.
buried him in the sand. Lord, can you forgive me? The problem wasn't that God didn't forgive Moses. But Moses probably couldn't forgive himself. A whole lot of us is still dealing with yesterday. Let's deal with today. Hallelujah, God. I can see Moses out there crying. Wonder what Aaron is doing. Wonder what Miriam is doing. I wonder do they have any kids and how my people doing back home. And I come to tell you, you can't serve God going forward because you're holding on to backward people, backward places, and backward things. Do I have a house this morning? Hallelujah to God. I can see Moses. Oh, you know, we can't control our poor me days. Hallelujah. And sometimes our poor me months and our poor me years. Moses was crying. Me and Pharaohs used to be buddies. How me and Pharaoh ran, jumping, played. You can't leave, folks. That's why you can't go the distance with God. Oh, hallelujah. So God had to create a divide. And I come to tell you, God is good at dividing. God will make folks lose you. That you done gave your last dime to. God will make folks curse you out. That you can't let go. Cause the love bond is greater with them. Than it is with him. God will make childhood friends. Forget your name. They'll see you in the street. They'll call you whatchamacallit. Or they'll call you by your brother's name. Or they'll call you by your friend's name. Do I have a church? I can see God. Dealing with Moses. Boy, you all tied up. It's going to take 40 years for me to get Egypt out of you. It's going to take 40 years for me to build a heart in you. It's going to take 40 years before I can get going your mind. It's going to take 40 years. Oh, hallelujah to God. You don't realize the work that God already 
already that have invested in you because you've been slow moving you've been hard to get to it took 40 years for God to just get you to see the burning bush can you imagine what if the bush was burning for 40 years and Moses just saw it can I help somebody when God's trying to get your attention you better be like E.F. Hutton just tune your ears to listen do I have a church but I can see him you were still jacked up a lot of you still here you're dealing with wounded hearts you're dealing with brokenness but you don't know how to deal with it you've got a poor self-concept about who you are that's why every time a phrase come out your mouth you're knocking on yourself hallelujah I just want to pause and tell you that ain't required God haven't beat up anybody that he called hallelujah to God Moses was down in the mouth about himself telling God I've got an uncircumcised mouth I can't speak God God look at God I didn't just call your mouth Moses I called your hands I called your feet I called your mind I called you as a total package do I have a church you forgot there are some things that you do real well do I have a church is there anybody in here or do I have to preach to myself hallelujah hallelujah to God then then Moses was out there we need somebody need to preach how God prepare folks that are broken in the desert Lord look at here God build Moses better and stronger than he ever was before no wonder the writer said and God sent me to tell you your latter days are going to be better than your former days yesterday ain't going to compare to tomorrow hallelujah to God I wish I had a church up in here 
Hallelujah, God. When you look at my brother and my sister, God has a plan for your life. There's some folks don't like the color of that plaque, but you should not pass that plaque without reading that plaque. I have a plan. For you said the Lord It is to give you a future Hallelujah to God You need to tell every devil out of hell God has a plan For my life And it is to give me a future He said I come to profit prosper you and not to harm you do I have a church I feel like running in here I don't know about you but I choose the plan of God when we look at how God's plan I might as well tell you I got up the other morning and God gave me a word. He said, begin to tell me. Man, there are many plans in a man's heart, but God's purpose, it shall prevail. I got a loaded message that was sent from God. He didn't say it might, but it shall prevail. Meeting on Monday. God is showing up on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. God is showing up in his plan and his purpose shall prevail in my life. What God got doing is going to chase me until it run me down. Do I have a church? Do I have a church? Are you out there? Give God some praise. Hallelujah to God. When you begin, our God wanted the nation of Israel to know and he sent me here to give you some clarity. This morning, I have, I'm taking you to a new level. I'm taking you to a new relationship. You're concerned or you're bragging about what I did with Abraham. You are engrossed with what I did with Isaac. And you can't get over what I did with Jacob. But I've got a new thing with your name written all over it. It was God that told Moses, don't nobody down in Egypt know me like this. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. You thought Savior was good. But I double dog day. You ought to call him Lord. Hallelujah. We think we know all that God wants us to know, but He wants you to know as you grow. Hallelujah! He wants you to go on unto perfection. Do I have a church? Hallelujah! Hallelujah to God! So out there in the desert, while God was working on, He was working on the leader. But He was going to lead His folk. He had the message. But He was going to give Moses it. And He sent Him getting ready to send Him back. Lord, have mercy. Can I tell you folks something? You need to stop turning around for everybody. If God don't turn you around, you keep marching forward. Because one thing, as you look at God and how God sent Aaron, Aaron out to meet Moses. Your help ain't behind you. Your help is in front of you. Stop going back for help. Get help as you go on. I feel like preaching here. Hallelujah. When, when can you imagine when God finally got him down in Egypt? He went down there. Pharaoh, the Lord said, I can see Pharaoh now. Who is the Lord? Don't you know? Down here in Egypt, I am Lord. Don't you know all Egypt is mine? Because I am the owner. You got to look at something here. If Pharaoh owned everything in Egypt, he owned the nation of Israel for 400 years. Moses was looking at them like they belonged to him. God was looking at them. No, Pharaoh, these are mine. Now you see how the devil looks at you like you belong to him. But look how God looks at you. No, devil, that is mine. So now... Maybe you can understand why the battle was with the gods. Do I have somebody here? Pharaoh was taught all of his life. My word is law. What I say, it got to be done. But 
I can see God after 400 years. Can I tell you, on the first day, God started winding down the clock for the nation of Israel. 400 years, and I'll be back to get you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. So when God got him down to the 400 years, can you, can you imagine? Uh, uh, four to uh, three hundred and uh, uh, sixty years. Uh, uh, God started working with Moses. Uh, uh, I gotta get you ready in forty years. Uh, uh, I can't let you hold me up. Uh, can you imagine uh, if God knocks on the church door today? Uh, you've held me up long enough. Uh, I got somewhere. I gotta be in a few years from now. I don't need no excuses. You coming out in 400 years. Don't tell me Pharaoh won't let you go. He's gonna you out. Can you imagine those of you that are still battling with your flesh if God say that thing is not just going to leave you but that thing is going to throw you out. Look at here, look at here. The problem that you had you ain't gonna have no more. I'm getting close to where I want to go. Hallelujah. They got so used to serving the man God. And may I remind you, some of you got that same problem. You want to serve the man God. But I come to tell you, let's serve the creator God. Hallelujah. 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 I feel a hallelujah rolling in my soul. We didn't start everybody. We done bowed down to mom and him. We done prayed and cried out to auntie him. But let's call out to the God that owned everything and everybody. And say, I know you. You are Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. So I see him before Pharaoh. Pharaoh don't know who God is. The nation of Israel don't know who God is. Right now only Moses know who God is. Isn't that a terrible situation? To walk in a situation. The only one got the truth. And you got to tell everybody. 
body the truth. But can I tell you, when it's time, tell them the whole truth. Nothing but the truth to help, to help you, God. You have a church. When you look at it, now God, I don't know if you realize it, for all of you that think you serve a God that don't want conflict, you serve a God that don't want to ride up or mess anybody's feathers. Uh, this may be a painful ride for you, but this God here, let him go down in Egypt so he could pick a fight with the Egyptians because he was going to claim them. 400 years later but I can see God saying they don't know who I am I walked around and I told them that I was the Lord Almighty now they're getting ready to see me in a jealous fit they are mine. Do you know? Lord means I own this. Do you know? Lord say this is mine. Do you know? The Lord say take your hands off of that. Because this is going home with me. And he makes no apologies about claiming his own. You can see the jealousy of God oozing all out. For those of you think you got a jealous street, look at what God did because he was jealous of how Pharaoh treated his folk and how Pharaoh used him for cattle, how Pharaoh beat him and mistreated him, locked him in the houses, put him in cages, made them work hard in the harder they worked the louder they cried I come to tell somebody God hurts your cry hallelujah hallelujah to God can you imagine with me this morning you down here crying God gets up out of his throne and walks to the realm of heaven 
takes a look down and, and he see what's going on. I can see him with all his righteous indignation. As mad as you know what. They're treating my folk in a kind of way. I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. And a whole lot of us don't even appreciate the kind of love that God has for his church. We think he's nosy. We think he's unconcerned. But no, he does it because he loves you. Everything 
everything belongs to God. your mind you need to get rid of. It ain't about you and it ain't about what they said about you. It ain't about what they thought about you, but it's about what God said about you. You are mine. So you have a revelation. Translated in the Greek when it referenced Jesus as Lord, it means the same thing. He is owner. He owns you. Everybody in here ever had a landlord? I mean, you rent the house from the owner. You didn't own the house. It may have been your stuff in the house, but the house wasn't yours. The original owner owned the house. You know the original owner, he owns you. And when my sister was saying, the land, when the heat went out, she called the landlord, come and fix your house. When we're having a problem with this old body, call the landlord and ask him to fix his house. Come on, come on, come on. Ride with me, ride with me, church. We're praying all this or wasting all this time in prayer. Because we don't understand. You can do things in ignorance and God still won't bless. You aren't supposed to know him. In the power of his resurrection and in the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Can you imagine? Nobody knew who God was, God was, as Adonai. Go down to Egypt 
and tell them Adonai to let my people go. Tell Pharaoh, the owner showed up. You don't realize the devil don't want God to show up. And the devil don't want you to know that you are a piece of property in God's kingdom. And that's why he loves for the fact that you walk around think you're calling the shot. And you ain't calling the shot. God is the one calling the shot. Because he figured if he can manipulate you to keep you trying to make your life work. Rather than follow the plan of God, you are going to be OFF. Because you don't know where you're going. So I can see him. Jesus. They had a problem with Jesus. Who are you? Where are you from? Where did you get your authority? Can't nobody, don't nobody talk like you. One thing you notice about Jesus, Jesus did not have a complex about who you are. Jesus was flesh, but Christ was spirit. So if you ever want to really, you want to know him, you got to know him as Jesus the Christ. You ain't got no problem with you calling him Jesus. Because there's so many folks out there called Jesus. He loves for you to be ignorant. That little spirit running around in the church. You think you jump in the cause of the Holy Ghost, you jump because another spirit and got on him. Have us believing wrong is right. And right is wrong. Have you ever wondered why in the Old Testament God will give Moses a word and miracles start happening. Flies. Frogs. Water turned to blood. And in the New Testament, Jesus came along. He walked on water. Told a man to go fishing and get some money. Spoke to the wind and they recognized him. Because everybody knew, everything knew, everything recognized the voice that folks spoke to them and got them moved. Why are we having such a time in knowing the voice of God? Poetry. God shooter. Jesus could have blessed that tree for that tree to have so many fruits. But he cursed it for an example so that they'll know that, hey, something ain't right. 
more than just an ordinary man. He spoke to the tree that would not bear anything and it died. Lord, we don't realize what we got. Why? Because he owned everything. Why do you think he told this man, uh, go to such and such and tell them that the master needs their upper room because we're getting ready to have the Lord's Supper. The master, the owner, the owner said to the owner, maybe y'all catch me later. The owner said to the owner, you need God to make an introduction like that to you in your life. The owner said. Wow. I wish I had a church. I wish I had. Can I buy a saint? Come on, the owner has spoken in my life. And the owner said. Lord have mercy. We have need. Lord, look at here. Look at here. You, you don't realize. When are you going to let him be your Lord? When are you going to let him own you? When are you going to let him possess you? Romans 10 and 12. For there is no distinction between Jew, Greek, for the same Lord is of all, abounding in riches for all who call on him. If he's your Lord and you have a need, you should be calling him, Lord, I need you, and you got to know what you're talking about. God sent revelations uh, not for you, uh -huh. not for him rather, but for you. Right. There's some things he want to give you, but you're using the wrong formula to get. You beg it. Rather than just ask. Now, if you back to the analogy of the landlord, if you got to beg your landlord to come fix your house, pretty soon you go. Am I right? If you ain't, you need to talk to me so I can tell you you need to go find somewhere else. <laughs> Psalms 110 verse 1. The Lord said unto my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemy. Your you see what the kind of stuff the Lord does? He take care of you. Not nobody that don't belong to him. He take care of Y-O-U. Acts 2 and 34. For it was not David who ascended unto heaven. But he himself said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit on my right hand. Talking about Jesus. If we're going to go to heaven, 
it is going to be the Lord that get us there. And we've got to be able to follow him like they had to follow him out of the land of Egypt. What God told them was going to happen, it happened just like God told them. Pharaoh pushed them out. Pushed them out. One more point here if I can find that. 